grow. No, I can't stay. No, I gotta go. No, I gotta grow. Blow like water. Walk through the gates. My trials got harder. Felt like Nino all in the corner. Felt like the tree. You told us in the garden. Part of myself. I think I'm ballin'. Part of myself. I think I'm ballin'. Back to the grove. Better than stove. Need me a queen. Don't need no hoe. I need no hoes. I cancel that trip. Bad daughter of love. Yeah, you know that ain't it. Little bit of mud and a little bit of spit. I can see men like trees walking. I can see Lucy talking. That's a hundred and one keys. Smoking tree of knowledge. Now I got the money, cheese. Payment for perfection. Standing on my square, cause our lives, my protection. My God and my salvation. Why they waiting? Stop the hating. Why they waiting? Stop the hating. Where you going, Mo? Back to the grove. No, I can't stay. No, I gotta go. No, I gotta grow. Blown like water. Walk through the gates. My trials got harder. Felt like Nino all in the corner. Felt like the tree. Yeah, told us in the garden. Parted myself. I thank I'm. I rise in the spirit of the seventh, giving all praise to Allah, our honors to his prophet, noble Drew Ali, for the purpose of uplifting fallen humanity, returning the keys of civilization, back to the Asiatic nations of North America, for amongst the children of Africa, there is much wisdom to be learned, blessings, honor, power, and glory to he who sits on the throne, and to Islam, forever and ever, I mean, Allah. Father of the universe, the Father of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Allah is my protector, my guide, and my salvation. By night and by day, through His holy prophet, Drew Ali. Amen. Where you going, Mo? Back to the grove. No, I can't stay. No, I gotta go. No, I gotta grow. Blow like water. Walk through the gates. My trials got harder. Felt like Nino all in the corner. Felt like the tree. You told us in the garden. Pointed myself. I think I'm ballin'. Pointed myself. I think I'm ballin'. Father of love, truth, peace, 
freedom and justice. Allah is my protector, my guide, and my salvation. By night and by day, through his holy prophet, Drew Ali. Amen. Where you going, Mo? Back to the grove. No, I can't stay. No, I gotta go. No, I gotta grow. Flow like water. Walk through the gates. My trials got harder. Felt like Nino all in the corner. Felt like a tree. Yeah, tell us in the garden. Part of myself. I think I'm ballin'. Part of myself. I think I'm Learn Spanish with real Spanish TV. Click on words. 5037, La Familia Entertainment. Ah. Shit, I know y'all thought I was dead. I've been real woke. Shout out to Trip. Y'all just traveled with me on this journey. Shout out to Junior. Boy, hey, at least. Shout out to Umberto. Classic. Streets, yeah, we elevating. Swag on God, yeah, we levitating. Quit to call me Satan. I see why they hate time. Waiting for the streets, yeah, we elevating. Swag on God, yeah, we levitating. Quit to call me Satan. I see why they hate time. Singing, I'm the devil, but really, I'm God. And that's just two parts of the same pie. I'm the same guy. Made a new transmuted, rebooted like the system in the mysticism. Put a prism up in the math class where you laugh first and laugh. Time never was, can you calculate that? If man mean mine, can we go way back? Like Jesus in a hobble. We ain't for the streets, yeah, but we don't fuck with Favo. Trying to fuck the world, Johnny Bravo. Y'all thought that I was playing, not hearing what I was saying. See me on my knees, thought I was defeated, bitch, I was praying. So I ain't have to kill you cats. It's just not checkers, I said trash for you rats. Bitch, I ain't never been down, cause I'ma be me whether or not y'all around. Throw the five, fuck a pound, this is long, you clown. I'm to the self, law and master. Physical is weak and the spiritual is faster. We ain't for the streets, yeah, we elevating. Swag on God, yeah, we levitating. Quit to call me Satan, I see why they hate time. We ain't for the streets, yeah, we elevating. Swag on God, yeah, we levitating. Quit to call me Satan, I see why they hate time. Throwing out that body, not even our brain. If I told you I was God, you would say that I'm insane. It's recoded time, yeah, you got to love me, man. Seven days up in my year with the devil in my head. It's the kingdom of Allah, so you know I'm seeing victory. I'ma keep it real, man. I know you can't stick to me. Dog with the barbell, but I ain't going mage. I seen the different lights, so I had to switch lanes. If truth is real, right, I can't groove with no lanes. Truth is real, right, I can't groove with no lanes. Peace, peace, everyone. This is Metaphysics and More. And we're going to do something a little different. I'm actually going to um, go and reach out to my um, to my Muslim brother, Leo's Bay, on the phone. So while you're just hearing me talk, um, if you're on the live, the Spotify live, you'll see me. But I will have him actually um, going in through the phone. I'm going to call him on my other phone. So you'll be able to hear him out. Give me one moment.
is land. Is land. So, um, Mo, I got you um, on the live, on the Spotify live. So, um, uh, hopefully this will work out with the recording. So, I appreciate oh, yeah. you. Yeah, I appreciate you um, being available. So, um, I wanted to do the build. I know we um, discussed briefly. I asked you before, um, basically, you know, what you wanted to talk about. And you mentioned key 57, key 59, and key 64, right? And um, which I think is a very, um, you know, you asked a very powerful question. It actually happens to be, you know, one of the questions I I put in my book, what is the devil sometimes called? Um, Because of the fact that, you know, that question has has arisen, though many people may not speak on it. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, there's kind of a confusion in the context of in one part in the key 57, it says who were Adam and Eve. They are the mothers and fathers of the human family, Asiatics and Muslims. And then by the time you get to key 64, it says give five names that are given to the descendants of Adam and Eve, Lucifer, Satan, devil, dragon, and beast. So naturally, because how we naturally associate the word descendants in our day-to-day language, you know, we we take it to be one and the same thing. Children, you know, uh, progeny, all of that, descendants, lineage, all that to be the same. So I, w- I want to kind of break that in, break that down, and really I'll be drawing from my book. Um, but be- before I before I do that, I want to give you the opportunity, you know, to kind of. Um, Speak on anything else you want to um, add to what I just said. Um, I feel like I feel like you know you pretty much covered um you know or you're gonna be covering what like you know what my question is and what I'm thinking about. So yeah, I was just like I was telling you that day. I was trying to figure out how. Well, not trying to figure out what you know. Is it you know go for one thing and then how they end up being Lucifer, Satan, Devil, Dragon, and Feast? So I mean, I'm just yeah, I'm just ready to get into it whenever you want. Okay, I bet, bet definitely. So um, so literally one of the questions I asked, I, I put it in in on page seventy six of my book. The question is: Question: Why are Lucifer, Satan, Devil, Dragon, and Beast the five names? given to the descendants of Adam and Eve? And the answer is, again, the key to the answer of this question lies in the word descendants. The word descendants comes from the root word descend. The actual word descend means to fall, as in the fall of man. The question itself stems from one of the Quran questions of the four Moorish Americans in Key 64 of the Quran questions for Moorish Americans, which states, Give five names that are given to the descendants of Adam and Eve, Lucifer, Satan, devil, dragon, and beast. Okay. And earlier I mentioned in, in my book that the Garden of Eden story, as mentioned in Genesis, speaks of the progeny of Adam and Eve being cursed and in constant conflict with the children of, well, they say the, the serpent, but the Hebrew word is Nakash, 
which means the whisperer. So this this story also symbolizes the descent or fall of man in his constant battle with his lower self. Now, one of the questions that is asked is, for what purpose was the Morris Science Temple of America founded? For the uplifting of fallen humanity. So uplifting uplifting fallen humanity entails raising a person from his or her lower self to his or her higher self. So it's important to remember that man fell, as described in the first chapter of the Circle Seven. And man's fall is a descent, and thus human beings are now classified as descendants in a spiritual sense. You see what I'm saying? So with that, um, just keeping that in mind, as time progressed, fallen humanity assumed many different malevolent attributes. Okay, this is where the names come in. The names are attached to these attributes. So it's important to note that Key 64 only mentions five names. However, the key does not say give the five names, right? There were many names. And out of those names, Key 64 just mentions five. So to kind of break it down, uh, I can first go into Lucifer, the breakdown of Lucifer. But before I, I even continue into that, um, did you have any questions or any any thoughts on what I, I just said so far? Um, nah, not really. The only thing that uh, popped in my mind is, like, you know, uh, I believe, you know, you can parallel one of the degrees of the nations of God's and Earth where they just, you know, um, you know, what is the savage, you know what I'm saying? So I know that uh, part of the uh, verbiage they use, you know, like one who has, you know, abandoned knowledge itself and lives a beastly way of life. So, you know, that's the word that pops in my mind was like, you know, beast or beast, you know what I'm saying? And, and living a way of life. So, um, now that's the only thing that comes into my mind, as well as, you know, um, well, um, when one of the modes demonstrate, you know, as far as what the dragon is, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if, if, if that is, um, which, from my understanding, you know, corrupt government, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I'd be interested in, you know, uh, learning more as far as, you know, uh, as far as like uh, the five names and you know exactly what the rest of them are pertaining to, so you know, uh, yeah, the floor is open. Whatever is yours, Ma. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, Ma. Absolutely. And, and you said something very key about you know those lessons um, within the nation of Islam about the savage, um, and that's true. That's the exact parallel. You know, what I'm saying the savage and the beast. So those names. That's another. That's another name given to the descendants of Adam and Eve, the savage. You know what I mean? So these all these all attribute to attributes of attached to the lower self. You know, the question is asked, uh, what does the lower self breed? Hatred, slander, lewdness, murder, theft, and everything it harms. So those actions are are related or those byproducts of the lower self are related to the 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 attributes and the characteristics of the lower self that, that are in which those names are attached to it. So going to the question of who is Lucifer. So Lucifer is, is nothing more than the King James version of a Hebrew word, Halal, that is mentioned in Isaiah 
in the book of Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12. So the word Lucifer only literally only appears one time in the Bible. And according to the strong concordance, the word is translated as shining one or light bearer. So even though we hear the term Lucifer used a lot, you know, particularly uh, within the, among Christians, Lucifer was only mentioned one time in the, in the whole Bible. So, so also the Lucifer, the word Lucifer is derived from the Latin Vulgate um, that is translated to mean the morning star or the planet Venus, right? So you have the morning star, the planet Venus, the light bearer, okay, or light bringing, you know what I'm saying, the um, bringer of dawn. So, so literally that title of light bearer, right, which is, you know, in the Hebrew would be halal. Halal means shining one or, or light bearer, became, became a proper name. They took that title and then it became a name for the devil. Later on, Christians began to do that. Okay. And as he was called before the fall, you know what I'm saying? That's what it implies, though that's not really the actual story of it. So to get into, you know, that goes into that whole thing. Like there's many different um, stories about Lucifer, like um, Dante's Inferno and um, the book Paradise Lost. You see what I'm saying? So, but the key to, to remember that the titles of Morning Star and Light Bearer were applied to many people, many different beings, not just this this one character um, that we call in the Bible Lucifer. So, um, it denotes a quality, and I'm going to speak to that quality of what it is. Um, Jesus, also in the Bible, is called um, the morning star. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the symbol of the morning star falling from the skies is is, is a common motif you know, in the ancient Canaanite um, theology, when they talk about, and that comes back to um, Ashtar, you know, Ishtar, and all of that. So, you see what I'm saying? So, basically, it goes deep into that, as far as that term, Lucifer. But what the whole story of Lucifer, the reason why it's used is because it denotes someone who was full of pride, um, vanity and you know they were shining bright you know but the term that's where they get the term the pride comes before the fall out of pride and vanity you know what I'm saying they in, in lack of humility that person thought they were bigger than what they were that's, that's the whole story behind the concept of Lucifer itself but the word Lucifer itself simply means light bearer. And that and again that comes back to a lot of these different other um these other stories that predate the Bible. Like I said in um ancient Moabite it would be Ashtar, 
in um, the Babylonian be Ishtar. And then you even get um, Isis, you know, and then you get Esther, Easter, and all that other stuff going into that aspect as far as this um, this concept of this, um, what they would call this morning star being, you know what I'm saying? So that's the first one. That's the first one, basically. Um, and I can get into the rest, but um, before I do that, I, I don't want to go too long. Um, what, what was your, did you have any questions or thoughts on what I was breaking down? So, so we can get into we can get into uh, Lucifer, Satan. So we get in, get into Satan. I want to kind of get into that, but um, before I even get into, yeah, I can get into Satan. I, I'll go and get in the same book. Satan is also related to another word, which is also another um, a name um, given to the descendants. Okay, so I'll give you the I'll give you the example where I'm trying to get into, right? So one of the names you may hear people use for the devil is um Biliab, right? Um B E L I A L. So that's literally a Hebrew word that means worthless. Okay? So that actually goes all the way back to the Dead Sea Scrolls. You'll find that word. But um, Bilial, when people describe Bilial, they describe Bilial as the angel of destruction. Okay? And then, so they would equate that later on to the word Satan. Satan is really just a Hebrew word that means adversary. That's all it means. So anything can be your adversary. So just literally putting like that, I think I spoke about it before um, in our last bill, like anything that's adverse, adverse force to you being one, you know, you know, with the omnipotent, you know what I'm saying? That becomes your adverse force. You know, it could be a person, it could be a situation, it could, you know what I'm saying? It can come in the form of many different things. Uh, a person's job could be their adversary. You know what I mean? Um, anything that takes on the force that um, takes you from, or kind of hinders you from elevating to your higher self, that becomes an adversary. But in the context of the descendants of Adam and Eve, we've become, humanity has become an adversary to themselves. You know what I'm saying? We, we're destroying each other. We're destroying the planet. You know what I'm saying? 
we're constantly doing things that work against us at um, to hold us back on a spiritual aspect as opposed to elevating us forward. You know what I'm saying? Again, when you tie this back to what does the lower self breed? Hatred, slander, lewdness, murder, theft, and everything that harms. When you harm somebody, you're an adversary. You know, the, the purpose, the function of an adversary is to harm, you know, to be the foe. You know, that goes back to, that goes back to chapter one. Without a, without a foe, a soldier never knows his strength. So that, that foe, right, that foe is that adversary. That foe is that Satan. And then that goes back to, you know, the question, what did the higher self say to the lower self at one time when he met him? Where are you going, Satan? So if the, if, if the lower self is not only described as devil, but as Satan, then the lower self becomes the adversary to the higher self insofar as the, the lower self is the body of desires, Right? So desire is the counterpart of discipline. You know, even when you look at the term um, Jesus and the 12 disciples, disciples is just 12 disciples is 12 disciplines. So it's the concept of being disciplined to control your desires. You know what I'm saying? To control the carnal self so that you can raise up, you know, to the higher planes of life. So, that goes back. We talked about the crucifix, you know what I'm saying? You know, last week being fixed to the carnal body. Right. So when you look at it like that, what are we saying? Anything that you desire can potentially be that thing that haunts you. You know what I mean? Um, like overeating, you know, saying wanting too much, of the luxuries of the world, being too tied into this life, you know, that can be your adversary and that can be your foe. So like anytime you look at the term Satan, you're going to see the word, you know, that's, that's just another word. Even in the, in the Quran of Muhammad, when it says shaitan, shaitan is just the Arabic word of Satan. And that's really all it is, you know, as far as that is concerned. Um, yeah, that's pretty much straight up and down that. And then, of course, what was the answer the lower self gave to the higher self? I'm going to and fro in the earth seeking whom I may devour. So that that lower self, you know, that which is the adversary seeks to devour each of us in that context. In other words, we get caught up in the world. You see what I'm saying? You get caught up in the world, you become that lost soul. You become that person that um, is not in tune with the reality, which is a law in man, a higher self. Um, so, you know, that's as far as, you know, that's kind of basically sewing, um, summing up Satan. So um, any any thoughts on that, Mo? Islam, Islam, Islam. And um, yeah, I just want to, before you, while you, um, before you get back on, just want to pretty much say that, you know, once we look at it from this context, you know, it, it takes a lot of the spookism out once we get into the um, the definition of these words. And that was was really my my intent when I wrote the book. What is the devil sometimes called? Because we hear these terms a lot. But, you know, 
we don't really go into the, the origin of the words and what they mean. You know what I'm saying? So that was pretty much it. But I yield the floor to you, Mo. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. You made you made a key point about that Kundalini energy and uh, walking up and you know in the earth, you know, being likened to the body. Yeah, that ties back into the the um, the law, the principle of correspondence, as above, so below, as within, so without. So yeah, definitely that's true because it, it, <laughs> you said that because the serpent, you know, that Kundalini energy is represented by the serpent. You know what I mean? So. Or they, you know, as they might say the serpentine fire and serpentine energy. So rising up from the base of the lowest chakra, you know what I mean? And that, that lowest chakra, um, which is uh, really connected with your passions and raising up, you know, to the higher chakras all the way up to the, the pineal gland and the crown chakra. Is that also ties in with the aspect of the lower self and the higher self as far as channeling that energy? Because a lot of that energy that that gets back into the the sexual energy. You know what I mean? The whole one of the things I mentioned in the book early in the book, um, in what is the devil sometimes called is I spoke about 
the term carnal, right? So the lower self is the carnal body, right? And the carnal body, carnal is, when you go into the etymology of the word carnal, carnal is associated with lust, sexual activity, like carnal knowledge. You know, in law, they talk about having carnal knowledge of a minor. You know what I'm saying? So all that deals with the sex act. So one of the, in the Bible, even in the Bible itself, you know, the the Garden of Eden story, the first thing that happened after they ate the, the fruit, Adam and Eve, was they saw that they were naked and they were ashamed. You know what I'm saying? So that also kind of implies something sexual. So even with, you know, all of that, you know, they say the world's oldest profession is prostitution. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So it's, it's channeling that sexual energy to transmute that. You know what I mean? A lot of great men we know fell um, from their, their high positions due to falling um, victim, you know, falling weak to lust. You know what I mean? So, again, you spoke, you know, you just dropped something very powerful and people can understand about that, you know, channeling that that energy. You know what I'm saying? Transmuting that. Yeah, absolutely, Mo. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so, you know, and that, and that always reminded me, I used, to, I used to think to myself, you know, the first half of the uh, uh, the Moore's uh, Holy Quran is the... Um, the missing 18 years of, uh, of Jesus' life that's not in the Bible. And then, you know, the other half is, you know, uh, all the instructions for, uh, for the prophet Noah Ali. And something that was interesting to me was the, the first, the first, the first instruction, you know, um, you know, he said, uh, I'm paraphrasing as well. He said, you know, uh, beware of, uh, you know, young men, be, beware of all the moments of wantonness. Yes. And, and I got to breaking those words down one day and I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. And, you know, and you mentioned the disciples and the adversary, right? So, you know, that energy, like you said, that's what I was speaking about on when um, they were speaking, when they mentioned something about the soul glow and the 12 cranial nerves um, and that energy reaching, I, I guess, you know, you know, that fluid traveling up your spine and, and, and reaching the 12 cranial nerves, I guess it like, turn, you know, it, I guess it raises the vibration and gets them active more, but each one, uh, from my understanding, each one of those nerves control the function as far as hearing, seeing, smelling, and things of that nature, tasting, uh, movement. Um, so, you know, if, if if you can raise it up, you know, and maintain it there, you know what I mean? And, and the thing is, like, you know, you, you'll be able to see better than others. You'll be able to smell better than others. You'll be able to taste better than others. Function, you know what I mean? You, you really go, to me, that's putting on the armor, uh, the armor of God or you know what I'm saying? I'm putting on the body of Christ. You know what I mean? That's that's what that means to me. And as well, like you said, the adversary, when we break down the ad and the bird, like advertisement, like, you know, yeah. a lot of people, they try to appeal to, you know, some kind of uh, uh, sexual desire, nature, or something along those lines, because if they can get you to release this energy, then, you know, those 12 cranial nerves, they're not going to be, uh, so from my portion of understanding, at least, they're not going to be functioning to their full capacity. Right. And as far as 
we, we can still tie this into the crucifixion because, you know, from my portion of understanding that, uh, how do you say the, the, uh, uh, the, the back region of the brain? Yeah, the medulla obligata. The medulla obligata, correct. Um, from my understanding, this, this uh, friend of mine, she's in a uh, med school and, you know, that, that saying, she was saying she's getting into the chambers of the heart. You know what I mean? Um, so the chambers of the heart and, and that region of the brain and that liquid, it all it all has to do with like a spark like to the heart that kind of gets it going. So, you know, um, something that came to mind was as far as like, you know, if, if you really on your dean, maintaining your dean and, you know, things of that nature, um, that's, that's another way, you know, to, to raise that energy. And um, one portion of understanding if, if if you know, if you can get that right spark to the heart, you know, and we're basing off energy and vibration, you get that right spark to the heart. And, you know, the heart's got so many chambers. I'm just, you know, that those words chambers, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like there's a certain light or vibration. You'll be able to receive certain information from the ethers that you wasn't able to before. But, uh, yeah, those are just the things that come to my mind, you know, as we got into a little bit more. But uh, I give the floor more. It's the same, man. Yeah, Mo, you 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 right on it. Um, that key, that demonstration you spoke about, you know, and I and I mentioned the twelve disciples, but you know, what I'm saying what you you will open up the door was something very deep about, you know, something pertaining within us. The, how those twelve disciples are actually aspects within us, and and um, what I want to do is kind of touch on that. You know what I mean? Um, well, one of the things I want to do is, is speaking of that. Well, let's take it back to this. Let's take it back to this key, right? We're going to go to the key, um, key 38 and key 39 in our Morse questionnaire. And so that key, first one says, what is an angel? An angel is a thought of Allah manifested in human flesh, right? And then the following key is what are angels used for to carry messages to the four corners of the world to all nations? So the very word um, angel in in Hebrew would be uh, malak, right? Um, in, in Arabic, it would also be malak. Right in the in the Old Testament, the last book of the word I mean, last book in the Old Testament is Malachi, which literally means my angel or my messenger, because the word angel comes from the from the uh, Latin word angelos, um, messenger. Right. So, just taking it from that word, right? So we know, like Elohim, when you get into the strong concordance, Elohim can be angels. It can be gods, it can be judges, magistrates, um, princes, rulers, etc. So, angels. I'll keep this in mind. I'm, I'm trying to put this in the context. Um, they talk about angels in the book of uh, Revelations. Okay, talk about book of Revelations guarding twelve gates. And keep them just gonna go into there. So, 
And it's going to tie back to, again, it's going to also tie back to what we was talking about, the, the give the five names, give five names that are given to the descendants of Adam and Eve, because it also speaks about the dragon in the book of Revelation. So when you go to the 12th chapter of the book of Revelation, again, the number 12, at some point in time, it talks about a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns, right? Seven crowns on his head, right? And his tail drew a third part of the heaven, um, stars from heaven, okay? And the stars are representative of the, of the angels. So we're talking about fallen angels. But the point I'm trying to um, get into, because in that key, in one of the keys, it says, uh, what people represent the lower self, that key 69. Those who were cast out of the holy city and those who accept them teachings. Okay. So cast out of the holy city. Okay. In that, within that chapter 12, okay, it talks about Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon and his angels. Again, the dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the, into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Now, by the time you get to the 21st chapter, okay, it speaks about, it speaks about what they call um, that holy city. So I'm, I'm tying this all in. So we get into the the aspect of the, those who represent the lower self, we know the lower self, also called the devil. We know the lower self is the carnal body. So those representatives are those angels. Those, it's, it's those angel is a thought of Allah manifested in human flesh. So from an internal aspect, those thoughts, right? Those fallen thoughts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, those stolen thoughts represent the lower self. They were cast out of the holy city. You know what I mean? Holy is pure, purified. You know what I'm saying? So purity pays the way for love. For when there's a lack of purification of the self, purification of the soul, you have, you, you know what I'm saying? You're infected with those fallen thoughts, those decadent thoughts. So now... 21st chapter is um, in the Bible. It talks about John. I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven. And we know heaven is a state of mind. So we know that, right? Talks about the Alpha and the Omega. And when it goes into it, one of the things it says about this holy city, right? And this holy city is really you. You know what I mean? It's, it's really each of us. Each of us is represents in that context a holy city. So it speaks about having the glory of God. Her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. and uh, had a wall great and high and had 12 gates. So this city has 12 gates. And at the 12 gates, 12 angels. Right? So... And then it even says, even furthermore, he measured the wall thereof 144 cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is of an angel. So an angel is a man. So it even goes 
further and further, 12 gates of 12 pearls, and so on and so forth. And it talks about the light within the within that city. But the point of I'm trying to make with that, adding it on to what you just said, okay? When we break that down into that aspect, these angels, which are thoughts that guard these gates, these messages, right? There's a book um, called 12 Powers of Man by Charles Fillmore. It was written in 1930. And he dive into the 12 powers of man and he connects it with the 12 disciples and all of that. And one of the things he says, and I'm just going to read a passage. He says, the subconscious realm in man has 12 great centers of action with 12 presiding egos or identities. When Jesus had attained a certain soul development, he called his 12 apostles to him. This means that when man is developing out of mere personal consciousness into spiritual consciousness, he begins to train deeper and larger powers. He sends his thought down into the centers of his organism. Remember that the thought, the angel, right? And through his word quickens them to life. Where he, where before his powers have worked in the personal, now they begin to expand and work in the universal. And he talks about what's called a um a, a glangliotic center. Okay, so saying the twelve angels or the twelve disciples, each personality operates through a collection of nerves, cells, known as a glangliotic center. So there's 12, he's saying that there's 12 glangliotic centers, which would be considered the 12 gates. So that's the center of the brain, one. Two, your loin, your private area. Three, the pit of the stomach. Four, the back of the heart. Five, the root of the tongue. Six, in between the eyes. Seven, the front um, brain, um, front lobal brain, front part of the brain. Eight is the center part of the brain. Nine is the navel. Ten is the medulla oblongata. We just talked about that. Eleven is the abdominal region, and um, twelve is the area, the specific area of sexual function. So that's according to Charles Fillmore that there. If you look at it, these there's 12 um, glangliotic centers of nerves that are placed in these areas. And what happens is these 12 gates, because, you know, nerves send electrical impulses and the thoughts, and we have the power to activate these and elevate them in a much higher realm. You know what I'm saying? When we, when we, have a, when we develop our consciousness, from personal to spiritual. So that I just wanted to add that on to what you, you just said. Indeed. No, yeah, de- yeah, definitely. I, I'm, I'm glad you, uh, you said what you said because that sparked me to actually build on that. You know what I'm saying? I, and I think that's important to kind of add 
to the build in terms of um, what we're discussing. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, this kind of demystifies the whole aspect of, you know, what the devil is and things of that nature. Um, and I, I think that's important that we have that type of conversation. But, um, yeah, I appreciate you more for, um, you know, making yourself available on the bill. You know, I know you, you know, you know, you're um, tarrying right now, so I won't hold you long. But before uh, I conclude, is there any anything you want to say? Absolutely. All praise do. Absolutely, bro. And I absolutely honor to you, Mo. I appreciate you, brother, as always. And uh, we'll do it another time. And um, appreciate everybody for um, listening in. Till next time, peace, peace and love. Peace and love.